Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to Prismatic Guard. I said that like a pirate, even though the pirates have had nothing to do with this. So, <laughs> Yet. Pretty entirely land-based campaign. Well, if we I go mean, if we go up against pirates, it becomes an RPG. <laughs> oh my god, that's delightful! <laughs> Jason's response. <laughs> this episode is now over. We hope you enjoyed our show. Yeah. Enjoy <laughs> this twenty-second episode. Because it doesn't get much better. <laughs> Shortest episode ever. After a year of listening, we are just—we're not going to give a shit anymore. In fact, we're going to become the kind of creators that just shit all over our fans. Fuck you guys. Jerry makes pun <laughs> every episode. Everybody laughs but me. I just judge. <laughs> so, uh, rude. To get back on format, I'm your host Eli, joined by. Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I'm Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margo. And this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. God, I'm I'm getting thrown off by being able to hear my own voice for the first time in our entire fucking recording. And Metallic Dice Games... <laughs> Metallic Dice Games sells uh, dice, clearly, uh, but they sell resin dice, metal dice, and gemstone dice. Their resin dice are incredibly pretty. They actually have like a this unicorn line where every 20 on the 20-siders is a unicorn, like the silhouette of a unicorn head, and that's really fun for me. I just think that's cool looking. I really want the the Royal Sunset, one of those. Mm -hmm. It's so pretty. Yeah, that's super pretty. Um, and their metal dice, they have a lot of different options. Um, my favorite, and I actually have two sets of them. Uh, I have one set that I bought years before they were a sponsor of ours, and one set that they sent to us because, like reasonable people, they said... Yeah, you can't endorse a product you haven't tried. And their all their metal dice, or I say all, most of their metal dice are zinc plated in something. Uh, these ones are gold plated with a uh, purple lacquer in it. So it's like gold edges and numbers with purple inside. And I, they're super cool. I love them. Uh Every time I rolled them on my old glass table, I just kept expecting that. And the gemstone dice, uh, they have a lot of different ones. I've been uh, I've been wanting to buy myself the opal dice for a while now. They're so pretty. Um, but I do have their uh, amethyst dice, and they're really pretty, too. I love this there's these slight imperfections on the inside and it creates this really cool faceting to the whole thing and if you go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code play it forward you get 10% off your whole order and this episode is also brought to you by found familiar coffee uh my latest order of good of their goodberry blend just shipped today which is good because i only have like four days of coffee left 
No, no. Oh, no. Get you your, ma- get you your magic bean potion. I, I need the magic bean potion. But the best thing about their coffee is the flavor. The second best thing is that it's all named after, you know, D&D stuff. Phase Step, uh, the decaf is called False Life. And my favorite right now, Goodberry. Goodberry. Um, and Goodberry has this, like, really awesome mixed berry kind of after flavor to it that I really, really enjoy. Uh, but the uh, the third really good thing about them is that they have D&D themed art on every uh, package of coffee and they credit the artist every time. And if you go to foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward, you get 10% off your entire order. Getting self-conscious being able to hear my own voice. Uh, for listeners, we were playing around with different different stuff. You know, we're working our hardest to improve your listening uh, experience, and part of that has been finally listening to our own microphones during recording. You know, like professionals, and it's thrown me off. But uh, last time, you guys fought some demons and some doppelgangers that were after the Mana Stone. Mm -hmm, As you do. And the doppelgangers got away. You killed all but one of the demons. uh, But Rovarth used the Banish spell and basically said, hey buddy, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) You yeeted him to the next plane. I mean... This is what happens when we fought Cotton Eye Joe. I made a plan for when it happened next time. This was the plan. Yeah. It has been very fun for me as a GM. Um, well, as a storyteller, it's been very fun every time Rovarth has done that. <laughs> what, else? twice? As a GM, it's like, well, you know, I kind of had like a plan... Uh, but here we are. You know, if this was going somewhere, I was going to do something, and then you have to go pull that out of your ass yeah. and just ruin everything. Um, so, <laughs> so you can always say they save. <laughs> you don't have true. to say that they... I, I could, but generally I don't cheat unless it's to save your lives. I appreciate that. We definitely I mean, to be fair, this. I generally don't cheat unless it's to save my life also. <laughs> so, you know, it all works out. <laughs> so, you're lo- uh, looking around this town. You haven't seen anyone alive. Uh, the demons killed everyone in this small town. Well, that's just terrible. Yeah, it's not ideal. Oh, but at least they. But at least we stopped them before they can move to another town. Yay! I mean, we still gotta like track down those freaking doppelganger gangers, so we don't. Oh, I didn't say they were getting off the hook. I'm just saying we. Ah, fuck it. Let's go kill some doppelgangers. Do we even know where they are? I remember us trying to find they them. They ran in. I th- didn't they run in different directions? They did. They ran inside two different buildings. Um, and then we searched and we couldn't find them. Right. So they could be anywhere at this point. That's why we came up with our plan B because we couldn't kill them. Yeah. So. But if, if there's unfortunately no one in this town we can save or check on and rescue, unless we... Unless we really want to rest in this town a little bit longer, it might be best we move forward. I think we should move on. They might follow us, and then we can jump them. Or, well, reverse jump them. I'm very concerned that they even knew that we were heading this way with the Mana Stone. Or, or Mana Stone? Mana Stone. Mana. Still still trying to wrap my head around that pronunciation. Um, 
it's concerning to me that they even knew we had this. Do you think they can sense it? Still, I mean, it's... Demons don't just come from nowhere. Things have to summon them. And changelings, well, I don't know anything about changelings, but it's just weird. I mean, you well, can well, g- roll Arcana to see what you... Well, Rovarth has established he doesn't know anything about changelings. Yes. Or doppelgangers. Um, so but Flint's I even called them the wrong thing. Yeah. Or Roscoe could roll. I'm so sad. That was a 13. 16. Um, With a 13, you know that they're called doppelgangers. And they're some kind of monstrosity. You you don't know any theories about where they come from. But they're they're very frequently used as assassins. Because they can look like anyone. And... That's they usually rely on that. They ambush um, their quarry, as it were. And Roscoe with a sixteen. Uh, let's see. Yeah, with a sixteen, you would know that uh, it's believed that doppelgangers might have come from cursed humans, um, but it's not really clear. Doppelgangers aren't the most forthcoming uh, with their own mythology. Right. And you know what Flint knows. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, you know that they are okay. ambush predator- predators. That's their whole thing. Changelings are ambush predators. Assassins. Doppelgangers. Yes. Changey, changey, stabby, stabby guys. They're ambush people. Assassins. I don't think, I feel like Good Sirs and Margot, there's a better chance they were they were hired to take care of us. Um, and actually, Flint and Roscoe make another arcana. Sweet. My day, another 16. Uh, 13. Okay. Roscoe with a 16, you know that demons don't necessarily have to be summoned. Uh, if there's a place where the veil is thin, they could come through there. Um, any demon that manages to get through can summon other demons. You know, they don't need they don't need a mortal. To give them they just need a they just need a weak they just need a weak spot yeah. between realms. Mm-hmm. Rovarf, demons don't have to be summoned. If there is a weakness in the veil, they can come through and bring forth other demons. The question then stands: How do they know that we have the stone, and if, or, or rather, who their boss is, and why they hired them? I think. The other worry we have to have and be alert at all times. Whoever we come across that means us ill or even means us good, we have to make sure do they or do they not know without <laughs> being averse about them about us having it. <laughs> what happened to your what happened to the revenant? Like, do you think maybe he found out where we were going and decided to leave a surprise? Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll just give this to Flint and Roscoe. You guys aren't immune to scrying spells. (laughs) That makes way more sense. (laughs) That makes way more sense. Roscoe looks at Flint and goes, You think we're being scried? I'm. I think the chances are higher than we want them to be. So yeah. What is scrying? What was that, Ashley? What is scrying? Are you asking as Ashley or as Margot? I'm asking as Margot. Okay. It's when people that are skilled with magic can spy on us from afar. There's some limitations to it. It's easier if they have 
some essence of us, but sometimes even a name is enough if they're powerful enough in the ways of magic. They could also theoretically be spying on the Mana Stone. That makes more sense. That makes a lot of sense. So we should be on our guard at all times, good sir and Margot, and expect we're going to have more to and come. And that also means we should keep moving because they know we're here and they have agents nearby, so we should keep moving. Yeah, let's... This town is creepy. Let's go. What, with all the dead people? I'm just glad they're not moving dead oh, people. Oh, no, it's just, the, it's just the fog everywhere. Yes, it's the dead people. <laughs> Silent Hill town. <laughs> Woo. Oh, the fog went away when the demons died. Well, remember, if you get a dead person to laugh, it's called corpsing. <sighs> Delightful. Horvath's just going to walk away. In the general direction we're supposed to be going to rescue Flint's dad. Flint runs up to follow because safety in numbers. Roscoe follows and Roscoe just mumbles to himself, those who use greed as their sight are eventually blinded. And just keeps walking. (laughs) Okay. Damn, getting getting philosophical up in this biz. (laughs) Roscoe always has been. We just don't tend to comment on it, but. Roscoe is also in the back of his mind thinking we might have that this we might be dealing with a plan B for the first attempt to steal this stone. Because <laughs> we have no evidence, any evidence of who could be scrying on us. So Roscoe's just assuming certain things. Jason has a pretty good theory, but Rovarth has no idea, so keep it to myself. You do that. Zippity zip. Okay. Could we ask the the mana stone if we're being scryed on? I mean, I'll ask just in case, but I'm not expecting anything. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming we're doing this while we're walking. Yeah. We be moving. All right. And I will I will inquire to the mana stone if uh, the mana stone says I do not have the ability to determine whether or not we are being scryed upon. Yeah, figured. Worth an ask, though. Yeah, uh, he can't figure out whether or not we're being scryed upon. That's not in his uh, wheelhouse, as it were. You youngins. For well, him. it's not within my wheelhouse trapped inside of a rock. Well, I'm kind of working on fixing that, but it's going to be a bit. Should we be making survival checks on our way through? Or... Yes. Okay. For the changelings come and pretend to be woodland creatures and then... or I keep saying changelings. Doppelgangers pretend to be woodland creatures and then kill us all. Gee, thanks for the, for the image now in my head of getting savaged by a bunny. 18. All right. You're more than confident that you're in the correct direction. Good. Um, as you rest for the night, um, tell me your, your watch order. Rovarth first. Second. Third. Margo's fourth. All right. Um, Rovarth, it's nearing the end of your watch um, when a bedraggled uh, human girl, maybe nine, bursts out of the bushes sees you and uh, just gives a small yelp and dives back into the bushes. Okay. Remembering what we previously discussed in current events, 
I'm just going to be keeping an eye of where she, where I last saw her, pretty much. Just make sure she's not approaching the camp. Well, she stumbled out into the middle of the camp. Oh, and then I thought she dived back into the underbrush. Okay, that's She fine. did. I was just saying she had already approached. Yeah, but like I'm keeping an eye on her, I guess. Okay. Like how far away is she from me right now? Um, Make a perception check. Okay. It's one of those things where the more information I reveal, the more danger it all just comes in. So that is 11 plus my perception, which is not good. So that is ooh, a 10. Well, the good news is that she's a child. So okay. you can see her. Um, she seems to be very warily getting closer we're not going to hurt you we're just camping here for the night on our way we're travelers as we are and she moves forward and says um can can you help me that depends what do you need help with some bandits had kidnapped my my mother and i and my mother hit one so that I could get away. I think they're going to kill her. Just because I'm paranoid right now? Can I make an insight check or something to figure out if she's lying to me? Sure. Okay. Normally I wouldn't do this, but I'm I'm just on edge. Oh, that's terrible. This is appropriate. Warlocks. Rovarth's not very wise. Ah. Uh... That's a six. <laughs> Actually, I think that's a one, so it'd be a zero. Yeah, that's a zero. Oh. Well, you can't fathom her lying to you about this. Yeah, she's a sweet little girl. And I'll, uh... And she looks badly beaten. Okay. Um, she's very pale. Have we had a rest since our last encounter, or... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is a couple days, I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will wake up the rest of the party gently. Well, once you start looking like you're going to help her, she goes, I, I don't know if we have time for you to wake up your friends. They're and I'm just going to look her. at her. What'd you say? They're going to kill her. I can't be of much help without the rest of my friends. I'm sorry. Look, look at your armor. They're, it's just four bandits. Uh, you, you, Eli, I rolled a zero. Very well. I will go with this. Uh, very well. How far away is she? How, how long did it right take you to get here? Like yeah. 10 feet. Oh, she says, um. Your mother. I, I've been running for maybe 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, just double check my spells. Make sure. Oh, we have the the doubles as a sending stone, doesn't it? I can send like mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Then I'm not even worried about that. Let's go. I will. Uh, like very well. All right, let's go. And I get my okay. stuff together. And she hustles along. Um. And you, she leads you uh, to this camp. Um, and you see four humans sitting around a uh, campfire and a woman just lying on the ground in the shadows. Lying on the ground in the shadows. What are the men doing? Are they just sitting around the campfire? They seem to be just sitting around the campfire right now. All right. Um, where's the little girl? Is she right next to me? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go down and whisper to her. I am going to be stealthing as well. Once I get to the campfire, and I'm gonna kind of okay. look down at her and go, "Are the is that her?" She nods. Okay. Oh, and um, go ahead and roll stealth. Yeah. For me. Ooh, natural twenty. Nice. So that is a lot. Uh, oh, actually, no. <laughs> Different characters. Twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. You. You 
get up real close, real, real close, and something seems off. As, okay, off how? Make a perception. Okay. Oh, God, you suck. That's a three. Okay, no. I mean, just some some seems off. They're just not talking. You'd think they'd be talking to each other. I'm just gonna, just for curiosity, I'm gonna send an Eldritch Blast at the closest guy. Okay. Uh, you send him flying, um, and the other three don't react. That's very weird. Uh, and the little girl walks forward and s- says, uh, "Huh." That didn't take very long. And you can see in the firelight, she's dead. Oh my. Oh my god. And she smiles up at you and rips her own head off. And the body collapses. And Are you that haunted doll? One of the bandits stands up and says, No, I'm Arno. Oh, that's. I need you to roll for initiative. Actually, somewhat comforting, I say, as I go to roll initiative. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not oh, that. You're a lot less terrifying than that doll. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> eh, decent. That's uh, 15. All right. 15 for Rogarth. I was worried that was a change thing for a second. I'm very, or I keep saying that. I have Faye on the brain. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well,. Arno goes first. So the very first thing he's going to do is uh, Vengeful Glare. I need you to make a wisdom save. Okay. Do I know Arno? Does that name ring a bell at all? <laughs> yes, it's the Revenant. Oh, okay, this is the Revenant. Okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> Oh my I wanted goodness. to make sure that that's who... Oh, no, that's bad. That's very bad. Now my memory is coming back. Uh-oh. Uh, well, that roll's even worse. Six. Okay, you're paralyzed. Yep. Uh, he looks right into your eyes. And you just can't move. You That fight or flight. Fight, flight, or freeze. And your body chooses freeze. My memory's coming back of every of the previous fight we had where he almost killed me and it's with everybody with us. Yeah. So uh it gets a second turn. Mm-hmm. And uh he just pulls this scimitar uh out and walks up and swings at you. Uh 19 versus your AC? Actually, no. Oh. Yeah, he swings and it uh, just glances right off. Alright, well, uh, he swings again. Okay. Uh, That time he got a 21. Okay, that hits. And because you're paralyzed, it's critical. Yeah, I know. So that's a total of 36 damage. Oh, sweet Jesus. As okay. he uh, buries that scimitar about two inches you into said your side. 36, right? Yeah. Okay. That's half my health. Mm-hmm. But it's your turn. And I'm still paralyzed, aren't I? Or did that no. go away? It goes away when he damages you. Got it. Okay. Uh, let's see. How how long did it take for us to get here, by the way? Mm, eight minutes. Okay, so walking. too long. Too long. Too long by walking. All right. Um, You know what? I have no idea what I would do in this situation, so I'm going to panic and do what panicky people do. And how far away is he's right up on top of me isn't he he's right beside you cool my eyes are going to burn from this for a while i'm going to cast flame strike directly on top of him actually no never mind 
Uh, nope, that said it. I said it. He's panicking. Big boom. Okay. I thought of a better thing, but I already said it, so it's gonna happen. Uh, so. The... Oh. Also, if it's directly on top of him. Well, what I meant is I was gonna to... have the edge of the wall be right yeah. in front of me. I get you. I'll I'll let that. One That's slide. why I said my eyes are gonna be on fire for a while. Yeah. Uh, what does he have to roll? Spots. He has to make a dexterity saving throw, and it, it is technically a ranged spell. I don't know how that factors into this. It doesn't. Okay. Because it's an it. area of effect. Cool, cool, cool. So it's a dex save. Yeah. Uh, he got a nine. That's a that's a pretty big failure. So let's see what happens. It's a lot of damage, because I remember what he did to me last time, and it was terrifying. And I'm just going to say, oh, I remember you now. Uh, rainbow fire. Rainbow fire. That's cocked. It's the first time I've had a cock die. Alright, so that is uh, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15? No, that math's wrong. Yeah, no, it's right, because it's 8 plus 2. Plus five, yeah. So 15 points of fire damage. Okay. And I'm rolling this separately because I don't know how damage types affect him. That's six plus six is 12, plus six is 18, plus five is 23, I think. Sounds right. Radiant. Okay. I mean, that hurt a lot. It's my panic button. Your panic and I'm going to bonus fire. action dodge because, oh my lord. Smart. Smart. Alright. Yeah, he's uh, turn on disadvantage. And he's going to try and hit you with that scimitar again. Okay. A 13 doesn't hit. <sighs> And an 11 doesn't hit. Okay. So that 11 was an 11 or a natural 20. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, with the, the extra power granted to you by your patron, you're able to predict those attacks a little bit as they're coming. But now, it's your turn. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm going to do something weird. I love it. Because, obviously, this guy's back to life, kind of, after we killed him. Well, you didn't I... kill him. He fell two miles out of the sky. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought we killed him, killed him. Never mind. I'm not going to do the weird thing then. I'll do the weird thing once I know we've killed him and he's come back. But because that didn't happen in my mind. And uh, you did say we took a rest before this fight. So I'm going to Vampiric Touch to get my HP back. All right. And that is a melee attack at plus 10 because I have a magic stone that the bad people want. Well, the good news is that Arno in this body is wearing chain mail and not plate mail. Oh, good. You know what's bad? I rolled a 5, so that's 15. Yeah, that won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> And again, bonus action dodge, because I'm terrified. That's fair. Well, some of his burns uh, heal up. Because he does... Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, it doesn't. Because its regeneration doesn't work if he takes fire or radiant damage. <laughs> Brilliant. Didn't think that would factor in. Jason forgot about that. Rovarth just panic blasted, so this works. Hey, it works. Um, yeah, he he keeps swinging at you. Oh wait, no, uh, twenty four. Yes. All right, so that is twenty eight damage. 
Okay. Um, but it's your turn. I need to take a minute to he, think. He again, he just kind of like he slashes you right across the arm. He has me at one hand point, by the way. Oh my lord. You could disengage and run away. You know what? That's a good idea. Because <laughs> it's like I was trying to figure out a way to send a message, but it'll take them too long to get there anyway. So I will disengage as my action because I don't think I can do that as a bonus because I'm not a rogue. And then I Correct. will move as far as I can move away towards our camp. All right. And I'll scream as I'm running through the forest. Roscoe! Throw you a bone on this one. Why don't you fly? Oh, yeah, that's right. I have wings. Clearly can't. Then I'll just. Thank you, Eli. Jason's brain scattered. (laughs) I'm going to use my dragon wings I got from my last molting, and I'm just going to fly up. Uh, 60 feet away. Fly out of his range and just Eldritch blast him for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disengage because I'll still provoke attack of opportunity and then I'll mm-hmm. fly up. Okay. That will be my turn. So I'm 30 feet right. above him. Yeah. He, uh... He grabs a, a javelin. Yeah, that's fun. throws it at you. Uh... Eighteen does not hit, uh, so he'll throw a second one. Uh, Twenty-two does hit. I am unconscious. Yes. Oh no. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, you. He throws, and it gets you right in the gut. And it's so unexpected. Yeah. uh, That it it takes you a second, and then you kind of fall out of the air. Wings weaken, body falls. Mm -hmm. And you just crash to the ground, uh, taking a... Failing a death-saving throw automatically. Okay. But now it's your turn. Okay, so I gotta roll death save. Brain for a critical. No, but that's not a failure. That's a ten. All right. Um. He stands over you, and he says, "Uh, yeah. This almost doesn't feel good enough." Oh, I know. And he rolls you over with mm-hmm. his boot and stabs you in the back. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. Mhm. Uh, which I think counts as a single failed saving throw. Here's a fun question. The mana stone is a sentient object. I don't know how far its perception or abilities go, but just reminding you of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Okay. All right, I guess I'm making another death save. There's not much else I can do at this point. As I remembered, oh, wait, there's spells I can cast through that. Oh, well, too late. 16. Nice. But at this rate, we'll yeah. see. He just stabs you in the back again. Rovarth is dead at zero hit points. And three failed death saves. Mm-hmm. You know me too well. <laughs> you know and, me way too well. Uh, you die. Yeah. And it's an, it, the process of dying is very painful. Being dead, not so much. Um. But you die, and you know that you've died. And you can, you're 
looking at your body and you're looking at Arno and Arno just kind of tosses the sword aside and goes, huh, what happens now? And collapses. And you see what appears to be the spirit of a, a hobgoblin standing there. And uh, he sees you. And he says, wait, why can't I possess the body anymore? Well done. What the fuck did you do? I didn't do nothing. Uh, and there's a, you hear a flutter of wings. Uh, um, kind of to your left. I will look to my left. You see an angel. I mean, at the very least, a human-looking person with uh, these large black feathered wings, uh, large yellow bird-like eyes, and... Uh, their hair is swept back, but you realize pretty quickly that their their hair is actually black feathers. Who are uh, you? I am a courier. Ah. And he flaps his wings, and all of a sudden the both of you are on a beach of black sand with black water or gray water hmm. lapping up against the shore uh, the color here is very muted like someone turned the saturation down to like 25% but you can see at this uh, beach it leads up to a lighthouse up on the rocks and there's just a line of people standing there. I'm assuming waiting to go into the lighthouse? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess I'll just take my place in line. Well, the, the thing happens is... Uh, uh, Arno takes his place in line and goes, uh, Huh. So what, what happens now? And the angel says... You'll wait in line, and you'll be judged. Did you have any particular religious affiliations? If not, well, as long as you weren't a complete bastard, you'll get a second chance. Reincarnation, that kind of thing. As for you, he looks at you, the lady would like a word. May I politely inquire as to who the lady is? He stares at you for a second and says, Whom do you think it might be? Uh, can I roll a religion check for Warworth? Because Jason's yes. blanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Natural 20. 24. Well, you were clearly at uh, Sequoth Harbor in the land of the dead. And there's only one lady who commands the land of the dead. Jackdana. Oh, yes. The yes, goddess yes, of yes, death. Yes. Jackdana blooms. It's coming back to me now. Jackdana, I presume. Yes. And he, uh, he just leads you, you know, up to the door and walks in. And it doesn't take as long as you thought it would. There's maybe only a few minutes to get from where you were at the back of the line to the top of the tower of the lighthouse. And, you know, you can see the oil lamp. You can see the mirror and it's turning. And... uh you also see what looks to be a human wizard. She, she's probably in her 70s. And she's doing paperwork. 
I would also like to say throughout all of this, Rovarth is in like a constant state of shock. Yeah. And um, yeah. You, she looks up and she sees uh, the angel and you and she says, uh, thank you. That'll be all. And the angel nods and walks away. And uh, she pulls out this notebook and opens it and goes, uh, Rovarth Mirax. Do you remember the last time you were here? No. No, that happens. It was more of a near-death experience before your patron got their uh, influence on you I'm sure you remember that moment that I do well the good news for you is that there are things happening some of it I think you've already begun to see the abominations are one concern yeah yes There is a threat to the natural order. And part of that threat, as I told your friend Margot when I allowed her to return, is an enemy that you faced before. I won't burden you with the knowledge for now, because the time isn't right. However, remind your friend... Of the Whispering Mountains. You said the I Whispering... restore her memories. The Whispering Mountains? Yes. Okay, mountains, not mounds. Yes. Okay, cool. That should help restore her memory. Very well. I know it's hard on souls that return to remember everything. Well, we'll see if I get lucky. Well... We're going to need you to, because we'll need your patron. Well, needs a strong word. I prefer to play things safe. Understood. Got to cover all your bases. Yes. And your patron could very much help, even though they are hard to predict, let's say. Well, that also makes their motives hard to predict for your enemies as well. Fair. It's a double-edged sword. Now, here's the deal I offer to you. I'm listening. Provided uh, no divine intervention, as there are rules on these sorts of things, I will allow you to return and when you finish the what your patron needs you for, you will return to me. Again, barring any sort of divine intervention. Well, I'd say that's a fair deal. After all, no one cheats death in the end. This is true. Oh, well, mostly. Well, and those she that do get their motions to the a end. She, she motions to a chair in front of you. I'll sit uh, in front of her desk, and she puts a, a quill, an inkwell, and a piece of paper. Um, and you see, it's a, it's an incredibly it. It's not even a contract. It's like a receipt. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> I love oh it. My God. I will I will put my customer signature on her manager's copy of the receipt. <laughs> yep. Um, she goes, good. Now, I have more paperwork to do. It was nice to see you again, Rovarth. You know the way out? I'm guessing I'll find it. It's been a while. Yes. And you stand up, and you walk out the door, and you wake up uh, 
as the sun is rising. Okay. A lot. That's going to be interesting. As for everyone else, your evening was uneventful, but the first thing you realize is that uh, all of you slept the whole night. Nobody woke you up for your watch. And Rovarth is Roscoe, gone. Yeah, Roscoe immediately took around and goes, Rovarth's missing. Wait. Um, uh, you can, can see that his pack is still there. His pack is still there. His pack is still there. He wouldn't go too far without being fully geared. Something must have convinced him he needed to go go looking. He must have saw something in the night and didn't want to wake us up because he didn't think he need us. Uh, can we look for footprints from the from the campsite? Well, um, you can make a survival check to try and track Rovarth, or you can make an investigation roll to see if somebody like took him or. If there was, you know, that a struggle or something like that. Uh, can I cast investigation to see if there was a struggle or something? Cast investigation? I mean, uh, can I investigate? Do the thing I just said? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm wor- I'm wording <laughs> things weird. Everything's weird. Yep. Okay, well, that's a huh. 20. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I would just let Flint do all the investigation mechanics. <laughs> um, yeah, Flint, you look around, and it looks like something came through the bushes. Um, something small, maybe like a halfling. And Rovarth just left with them. There was clearly no struggle or anything like that. But you would have to make a survival to track further. I can do that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> um, well, here's a question. Are you guys, like, calling out to Rovarth? Flintwood. Okay. Flint's, free- Flint's freaking out. Yeah, so you guys are walking for... Oh, maybe about five minutes before Rovarth, you can hear Flint yelling your name. Painfully get up and walk towards where I hear them calling from after I make sure I have all my stuff. Yeah, yeah. The main stone's still there. That's the important one, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch of dead people, but otherwise. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those bandits were either already corpses or were being paralyzed as well, but that's fine. Yeah, no, no, they were. Uh, I'm not going to investigate. Arno, Arno killed them all to yeah. set a trap. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you guys meet up with each other, and you get there, and you see that um, Rovarth is very badly hurt and just... still bleeding a little bit. Yeah. Good sir. Before you start, Margo. Whispering Mountains. Remember the Whispering Mountains. Now you can yell at me. Okay, okay first... I have, no idea what, I have no idea what you're going on, good sir. I'm going, I'm going to assume you're delusional. Uh, 13. What? I pull out the, the massive syringe after he says 13 and go to stab him with it. <laughs> All right. What did you get yourself into? Remember the Revenant? Indeed? Yeah. Tricky little... It killed him. The Mana Stone says. You died? Yeah. How did you come back? Jack Donna. Hence my message for Margo. Your dreams? That's what she's trying to tell you. Whispering mountains. What does she remember? Or start to remember? Well, the moment he says Whispering Mountains the first time, you completely zone out. um, And you're back on that beach. And you're... You're standing there, and there's... uh, 
know, everything just, you, you can hear everything now. Um, you can hear the waves. You can hear the people in line milling about. And this angel flies down and says, uh, Margot, the lady would like a word. I go with her. Okay. Um, the angel leads you up to the top of the lighthouse, and you see this elderly human woman sitting at a desk doing paperwork. Um, and she says, uh, it was quite an anticlimactic death for someone such as yourself. I died? Yes. You're at Sequoth Harbor. It's where my crows bring souls to protect them until they go off to their next life or their afterlife. Okay. How did I die? The fire that your friend Rovarth started? Mm-hmm. It caused an explosion. The building fell on you. Oh. Margaret just kind of hangs her head. Now, normally, you would have a, uh, and she holds up a piece of paper and looks at it. Five or six hundred year wait. But your friend, uh, Flint, is currently trying to revive you. Now, he doesn't have any magic left. That is the downfall of alchemists. Not quite enough raw power for the wizardry necessary for that. But you currently can do me a favor and go into more detail at another time. Now is not it. You have another deed to be done. But afterwards, you will meet one of my priests at the uh, eastern edge of the Whispering Mountains. And she holds a piece of paper out to you, and you look at it, and it's a map. And you, re you suddenly realize you're never going to forget this map. Uh, she says... Uh, meet her there, and she will show you the way to the proper meeting. You said proper meeting? Yes. If you haven't noticed, I am very busy. But I'll make time to pencil you in. Oh, okay. So it's a meeting with you? Not just me, but yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to do you this favor, and then you'll do me a favor. Okay. Excellent. Um, that door you came in through is the way out. Don't let me keep you. Okay. Margaret hustles on out. And you're back. I'm like, oh, back at that moment. <laughs> no, you're you're back to reality. Back to reality where Roscoe's currently interrogating me to figure out what happened. Oh yeah. Um Flint heals you thirty hit points. Which I'm assuming puts me at thirty one hit points. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you knew better. Or I thought you knew better than you. She go was out a little girl. Room. I went to wake you, but she said something about bringing not enough time. I weighed the dice in my head, and, well, my sense of justice bested my sense of paranoia and self-preservation. The... You know I will never ridicule you or scold you for honor and justice. But at the same time, I remind you, honest and justice is not something that can be spread or done by a dead man. This is correct. Can I make 
uh, what kind of check would I make to know that the revenant's no longer a problem? Um, because I want to use that in this you argument. Can make an arcana but... check if you want, but okay. I mean, you can also just say, I mean, I saw him in the afterlife. Okay. Well, the good news is, Arno's no longer a problem. Um, you can confirm. This. Well, actually, Roscoe, make an Ar- arcana check, and Flint, you can make one too. Ah, finally, a good roll. 22. I got a 14. All right. I mean, with a 14, you know that the only purpose of a revenant is to exact their vengeance. And with a 22, you know that since Arno killed Rovarth, and that was the reason Arno was a revenant, he's not going to come back. It doesn't matter that Rovarth came back. Those are the rules. His deed. Roscoe nods nod because his deed is done. It doesn't matter that you came back. He still achieved his deed. Exactly. And now, uh, well, now Margot knows what's behind her weird dreams. So, you know, two birds, one stone. Yeah. Did not, did not enjoy that. That hurt a lot. Yep. But. Yep. Well, Ros- Roscoe stares. It's not like an angry stare, but it's kind of, uh, there is. It's one of the stares someone gives you when they know there is something you are not saying about your story type stares. Look, I made a close call. But Roscoe, does, <laughs> but Roscoe doesn't say anything and just turns and goes, so exactly what did Margot have to remember? Margot says, uh, I'm supposed to meet a priest at the eastern edge of the Whispering Mountains. I'm guessing it'd be a priest of Jackdonna. Yeah. She said that... Uh, this priest would show me the proper meeting place. I don't. And from what I remember, well, I don't know how you feel about Jack Donna, but I do know how you feel about those cultists, and she's a hundred percent against them and whatever it is they're planning. She couldn't tell me much more than that, but there's something going on, and I don't know what. And those Amba dominations are behind. If there's it. cultists or plant. Ross, okay, the minute you say cultist, like, if there was, like, if dark clouds could form over Roscoe, that would be what's happening at this moment. Instead, you just see a mood change, and Roscoe goes, the cultists always have one aim, and they cannot be allowed to achieve it. Well, Jack Donna agrees. Jack Donna wants my patron's help, which is why I'm here. We'll see where this goes. But, um... The Whispering Mountains, uh, Margo, how far are they away from where we're going? That's my question. Is it like a swing by on the way, or is it after? Um, Jack Donna told you to do it after what you were doing now. Okay, so do it after we go to mm-hmm. say Flint's dad. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to... She actually said to do our first mission, which is to save one's dad and then we can meet meet her at the misty mountains or whispering mountains not misty mountains <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, far away in middle earth but okay yeah. no shut up <laughs> they're too close together across the astral yep. sea but anyway <laughs> and uh with that this episode's over oh man you guys got some pluggables uh i do Wow, this episode was uh, very intense. I don't know how to emotionally feel right now, but yeah, I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All are elvenly underscore e. I have heart. I have art. Sometimes, mostly, I just yell into the void about things I'm passionate about, mainly RPGs. Come join me in yelling. That's it. I have a YouTube channel, which is Arasil Prime E R A S Y L space P R I M E where I play various video game role-playing game things and, you know, sometimes other things that interest me. And very rarely, you will see me panic as much as I did in that fight. So, check it out. All right, I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, and I'm on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary, Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. Various things on both. And I also talk about wrestling on VoicesOfWrestling.com and under my name, Jerry Evans. Enjoy any of those things. Thank you. 
You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under the handle amcosplayqueen. I post a lot about uh, role-playing as well as cosplay. Um, occasionally, there'll be sewing and drawing things mixed in there as well. Um, but if you want to see what I'm up to, those are the platforms to check out. And I have been Eli Royal, and if you stare into the face of death and recognize that the reason people don't generally come back to life is because they're not willing to help death do the paperwork involved in that, then you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.